is Ready Girl. What I do here is Ready Girl is a superhero, an honorary member of the Avengers tasked with keeping New Yorkers safe during emergencies. What's an example of an emergency? Maybe a snowstorm. A snowstorm. Now I'm only going to call on people who have their hands up, sitting quietly. Ready Girl took up the cape after Superstorm Sandy hit in October of 2012. Since then, she's been traveling to schools around New York to teach kids how to prepare for emergencies, especially... A hurricane, very good. How about you all the way in the back? I created Ready Girl <laughs> as a way to um, help make preparedness something that kids can uh, remember and something that they can be excited about. That's Katie James, Ready Girl's secret identity and a community preparedness specialist at New York City Emergency Management. She teaches kids how to develop a plan with their families to prepare for everything from power outages to hurricanes. If you are prepared, it, it tends to decrease that feeling of anxiety and nervousness around it because when you have a plan and you speak with your family about it, you know you have the different supplies you need and you know you've, you've practiced the steps that you take. It seems like kind of a hokey gig. Dressing up as a superhero, traveling from school to school, teaching students how to plan for evacuations and pack go bags with emergency supplies. But behind the silly costume, Ready Girl performs a serious task, keeping the memory of Superstorm Sandy alive in the minds of millions of New Yorkers who are at risk of being unprepared for the next big disaster. I was in New York when uh, Sandy hit uh, our region in, tw in 2012. Uh, the situation was quite chaotic. That's Erwin Redlener, the director of the National Center for Emergency Preparedness at Columbia University. We lost electricity for a long time. We had a gasoline shortage. Uh, for people who needed uh, fuel for their automobiles, and uh, we also had some serious problems in the healthcare system's ability to uh, care for people. And Bellevue Hospital and the New York University Medical Center both lost power. In emergency housing and shelters, some people were unable to access critical medications. Others were overwhelmed by the stress and anxiety of losing their homes and vehicles. People lost income. People lost their homes, their homes got damaged and mold developed in many, and then unscrupulous contractors would come in and, you know, take a lot of money and not do a good job, and they'd have to be repeated, and people's insurance coverage is a problem. Businesses felt the hit, too, not only in property damage, but in billions of dollars of lost revenue. John Forrest Dolan is a vice president of the Wildlife Conservation Society and director of the New York Aquarium on Coney Island. The aquarium was devastated by Superstorm Sandy, which flooded all seven of its main buildings and killed 15% of its animals. I was in this building, and in the courtyard of this building, we had had some aquaculture tubs set up that we put all of our koi, which are a type of freshwater fish, a carp. And these, these aquaculture tubs were about two or three feet high, and we had probably five or 600 koi. I mean, we had a lot of fish in there. And as I was calling this on the radio, we got to get out of here, and as I was getting out myself, I could see that the surge had overwhelmed these tubs and, I, and the koi were sort of flowing out of their tubs, but flopping in, uh, you know, obvious sort of agony in this salt water, right? This cold salt water. These are freshwater fish. And I realized as I was leaving the building uh, that we had lost all those animals. Those animals were doomed. Seven years later, the aquarium is still recovering. But as the years tick by post Sandy, City officials and residents begin to forget about the damage the storm inflicted. That's why Redliner's job is to keep his foot on the gas and figure out what exactly the city needs to do to prepare for the next Sandy. He pinpoints what went wrong during the storm and how the city can do better next time, such as by stockpiling gasoline. But not all of the lessons learned from Sandy will be applied. 
whether whether those lessons actually are appreciated and then uh, used in the planning for future disasters is very unclear. It's very inconsistent. I'm trying to be kind and uh, random, and there's some things that will get addressed and some things that won't. This March, Mayor de Blasio proposed a $10 million plan to extend Lower Manhattan 500 feet into the East River. The new land would be built significantly up above sea level to combat flooding. According to de Blasio, this measure would protect Lower Manhattan against storms like Superstorm Sandy, which are only going to increase with climate change. The, the elephant in the room is climate change. We're expecting to see more intense storms, a lot more rainfall, a lot more flooding. This is something that has to be addressed at the root. So if we fail to deal with the big picture with climate change and its devastating consequences, we're going to be left uh, struggling with the acute uh, challenge that happens when a storm actually occurs. We live in a city of islands. We live surrounded by marine wildlife that we are an archipelago. We have this great heritage. It also means that we as a city need to come to some sort of uh, balance around the fact that we now live in an era of rising seas, of increasingly dynamic weather. With help from the city and FEMA, the aquarium has been preparing for the next big hurricane, just like the city as a whole. These events are not only possible, they're likely in the future, and we need to be able to handle that as a city. If only it were as easy as calling on Ready Girl. For Science Line, I'm Tara Santora.